you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friends all. I'm Dustin Ross. This is the Friend Zone, and here's the news that you can use. First up, actress, but not mattress. Regina Carter has revealed that she will never date another rapper after ending her relationship with YFN Lucci, who apparently will not be getting any more coochie. (laughs) Next. Jennifer Lopez and fiance A-Rod are allegedly in talks to buy the New York Mets baseball team. As part of the deal, yes, yes, these are are facts. As part of the deal, after any lost games, J-Lo gets the right to tell them that they need to get right. (laughs) And finally, iconic music producers Teddy Riley and Babyface finally completed their song battle on Instagram Live Monday night. After Babyface was crowned winner of the close battle, Teddy told him, good, 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 game, 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 man, man, man. Uh, Welcome to the friend zone. You're weekly working all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? None of us do. Fran, how you doing? I'm amazing. You guys look so cute today. How are you guys? Thank you. Home chilling. Okay, you know, same old, same old. Not a whole lot, not a whole lot changed, but the t-shirt. Okay, man, listen. So, are you guys ready for this week's black business highlight? Yeah, only if it's the blackest. <laughs> Why does that make me laugh every week? And the fact that people wait for me to say it now, I'm like, well, we got to make sure we're telling the blackest businesses now. <laughs> So I want to shout out Maxine Mitchell, who is currently a diversity and inclusion recruitment program manager who crafts high touch programmatic recruiting experiences specifically for black and brown professionals. Wow. She has a company she created by the name of Double M Coaching. That's D-O-B. D O U B wow <laughs> spelling it right might help D O U B L E M C O A C H I N G dot com double M coaching and it's a one on one career coaching company with a focus like I said on black and brown folks her site states you pick the time you pick the topic potential themes include resume cover letter review job search strategy interview prep which is really really important salary Mm -hmm. negotiation strategy i like that part 
and everything mm. in between. I think this is an incredible resource. Think about Absolutely. it, especially now. I know a lot of people feel sideswiped by the employment situation. So to have a resource available that focuses specifically on our communities that can look over, review your cover letters, your resumes, strategies for how to move forward after all of this. I mean, Maxine Mitchell is doing great work. Like I said, one stop shop, one stop shop for everything career related. So WMCoaching.com by Maxine Mitchell. And that is the Black Business of the Week. Shout, Shout out, out to, to you, Coach Maxine. Max. Shout yeah. out Coach Max. Coach Max. <laughs> I would just want to know when she conducts the um, the training sessions, does she have a whistle around her neck? <laughs> so and does know. she whistle while she works? <laughs> I already see what show this is about to be. <laughs> Are you guys ready for the recap this week? Yes. Oh, yeah. So on last week's episode titled Shout Out to Barbara... <laughs> Dustin Ross, (laughs) it was the Dustin Ross takeover. Inspired by the recent release of the Clark Sister movie, we discussed family, religion, and the moral compass. Anything you'd like to add to that, Sir Dustin Ross? Yeah, when I recorded it, I was doing method acting, so I wrapped a towel around my waist so it looked like one of them (laughs) big-ass Kojic skirts. And that's what I had on while we recorded last week. You know what? That's all I wanted to add. Oh my God. I would like to add that a lot of people really loved last week's episode and felt very, they felt that it was like so relatable to their situations and their childhoods. And a few people asked if you and Kia could do a, a bonus like spinoff episode where you could really break down your childhood since you guys have similar backgrounds. So something to consider. Little Birdie put that out there and I wanted to put it out there too. That would be amazing. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what day? I had to try. You can look, look. You sure can't? We, we can certainly look forward to that, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm really finna sit up and tell all my business. And another thing, I ain't believe none of y'all. Only reason people were so connected was because we was talking about God. And you know, anytime you talk about God, people feel like they got. Oh yes, mm-hmm, uh huh, yeah. So all that, all it that backlash. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe. I don't want to. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Thank you to everybody for responding so well to the episode. And yeah, we had a good time talking about some holy shit. Some holy shit. So as always, as usual, those of you listening had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout out in the emails. Don't forget to hit us up like y'all always do at the friends on loudspeakersnetwork.com. Um, this shout out goes to Samuel. I love the name, Samuel Voltaire. Um Hey, y'all, please call me Sam. Sorry, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault you had a good-ass name. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't alignment. sit too well with Sam well. <laughs> <laughs> Sam oh well, 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 <laughs> Sam well. You got it's me like joking. a motherfucker, like a, uh, one of them convenience oh stores you ride past when you're on a road trip. We got to pull over at Samwell and see if we can get a, <laughs> oh a, little, a little coolant for the engine. I don't think we're going to make it. <laughs> what? Fix a, flat, get, fix a flat at Samwell. Fix a flat and, and 99 cent candy at Samwell. Well, Dustin, like you, they grew up in a strict religious household, a Seventh-day Adventist Caribbean home. Ooh, where, ooh, where, relatable where content. <laughs> That's literally me. 
You can't do shit over there. I'm <laughs> telling the, the, you, shit. Sam, Sam says, where my family's religious beliefs pretty much dictated everything I could and couldn't do. Like, friend, I didn't see how this religious devotion helped us, and the family dynamics were, were and continue to be pretty toxic. While in college, I started to realize that my family's religious beliefs didn't align with my own, and how was I and how I was experiencing faith, my interactions with people, and my own values. This especially hit once I realized that I'm queer. Now in my mid twenties, I've been doing best to deal. <clears throat> excuse me, I've been doing my best to deal with my religious trauma while cultivating a life I'm proud of. But I'm not gonna lie, feelings of shame and inadequacy still creep up, and it can be difficult as a former church kid to embrace my successes when my family of origin, as recent as this week, keep telling me how much they see my life as a moral and religious failure. <laughs> Although I'm happier and more accomplished than I've ever been in my life. I sincerely believe my family preferred when I was depressed and constantly repressing my true self because at least I was still in church. Right. Thankfully, I have amazing <laughs> have amazing chosen loved ones in my life, a dope therapist, and podcasts like yours to remind me that I too am worthy of living the life that I want. Thank you, Dustin, for this topic, and thank you all for every episode. Much love and blessings. Oh, so Sam, thank you good. so much for sharing that. I love the fact that you can see the difference of, you know, whether, you know, <laughs> you are following your faith and if it's fulfilling you versus you actually just going out and being happy and then reinstilling faith along the way, the way you choose to, you know, not the way it was programmed into you, because that's also very important as well. But great topic was bomb last week. So I'm glad you shot, uh, you did that, Sam. Friend, what did you find in those SoundCloud streets or were you dipping? You were you what? zipping and zooming <laughs> it? It actually reminded me of an episode I wanted to do that I kind of feel like maybe we should do it soon mm -hmm. where uh, just because of how Sam described it, it kind of like triggered the thought like how, when you're considered to be a good kid by your family, mm -hmm. you know, like the behaviors that <laughs> deem you a good kid or a respectable kid. And it's usually very closely tied into not having personality. <laughs> mm, right. <laughs> you know, it and just nothing. being right. Not having backbone and just, not having boundaries and allowing your family to kind of like create and mold you. And that is usually deemed as the good kids. So I definitely want to put a pin in that. And I think that's something that we should revisit at some point. Um, but so you're telling me we about to start a series with this? We should. Is this, part, is this a part of a series? Friend? Layers. Is that what that was? Layers. Okay. <laughs> so we about to do a story arc. I stopped into the SoundCloud streets, of course. And there was actually some advice in there that I thought was really great. Naomi Eyob said, another great recipe resource for those of us struggling is an app called Supercook. You input ingredients from your fridge based on categories, i.e. dairy, vegetables, etc. And it gives you endless options. And the best part about it is that it's free. And I like that hey! because it's like a work with what you got type cooking, which mm -hmm. most of us are going through right now since we don't want to be waiting on lines <laughs> trying to like re-up on ingredients every week. So thank Save you. Save you the extra step on Google. So one stop. Right. Thank like you, that. Naomi. I appreciate that. And then <laughs> Shauna said the biggest help for soaking pots once you're done cooking, add water and a little bit of dish soap in the still hot pan and then put it back on the burner. Let it soak overnight. Obviously turn the burner off. <laughs> and then that shit comes off effortlessly. I never heard of that. 
I'm super uh, curious. <laughs> or you can just get some steel wool and scrub the motherfucking pot. You ain't got to go through there putting no down. I'm going to take it off the burner and then put the, put hot water in it and then put it back on the, on the eye. That sounds cool to me. I want to try it. I'm Girl, trying I'm gonna it. I'm going to set my whole apartment on fire putting water <laughs> on the damn burner and shit reaching down there in the flames. Oof. The whole goddamn kitchen go up in flames, <laughs> fucking with this dirt. And how dirty? What did you cook? If you gotta go, if you gotta heat the pan up again to get it clean, what dog. The fuck sometimes you, you know how it is. You trying to scrub it, and it's just like too much going on. Yeah, you have to add a little more add water to the recipe then, because that <laughs> I mean, it's too shade. Thick. Whatever shade. it is, is too thick. <laughs> Okay. It's supposed to be, it's just easier to clean a pot or pan or whatever whenever it's hot. So they're just saying whenever it's hot, just add a little that's bit why of water you use and hot soap. water in the sink. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're saying. They put the hot water in the pan and with a little soap. And then put it back on the, so, on on the, the stove burner. is what they said. Well, that's for, yeah, because that's for people that don't feel like cleaning it right that's now. That's the weird they, part. Well, if you ain't got that scrub right hack. now, because you got it's the scrub dub, dub, so you don't have yeah. to soak overnight. Baby, I'm with it. Okay. I'm gonna try it. I'll let y'all know you how gonna, it works. You're gonna be hacking from all that smoke in the kitchen <laughs> when you set your motherfucking <laughs> kitchen on fire. <laughs> you're gonna be hacking. Shauna, okay? thank you. I'm gonna yes. try it. I'll let y'all know. Shauna with them dirty ass pots, baby. <laughs> if you don't want to let it sit overnight, all you got to do is do it first. Like you just put the soap and stuff in it first, and let it sit over there. Do the rest of the dishes, and you can come back to it at the end. Hello. Or let it sit overnight. But you could just do it first and then. First come of back all, the water it. gonna be cold and I, never mind. Just finish going. Just finish going. <laughs> Dustin, it's you. Go what on. you got in the Twitter streets? Okay, so turning down the other street on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> the first, the first, turning down Clean Pot Street on Twitter. <laughs> the, the first tweet I want to highlight comes from Kirk Wright seventy nine. My homeboy Kirk Moore. Um, hey. Super talented writer who's actually written a lot of your favorite shows. If you were into American Crime, he wrote on that. Hey. Several other things. Kirk is really talented. But anyway, he wrote, uh, he tweeted a picture of the album artwork from the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack, which you know features the iconic photo of Loretta Devine, Whitney Houston, Angela Bassett. I love that Sound. picture. Amazing. Well, Kirk Moore said, the cast is laughing at Teddy. <gasps> <laughs> 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 I, I cried. Yo, y'all have not let that man. I cried. Rest, okay. And none I, of them. None of his family. I cried. I cried. Me. You talking about don't? She said I wasn't there, so don't even be putting that thing on me. I wasn't there. Don't put that thing on me. Okay. Now, the other tweet that I want to highlight comes from friend of the show. Shar says so. Shar's an incredible journey. We love that. That's our girl. So Shar said, this story is truly something else. A 425-pound tiger living in a Harlem apartment. (laughs) Yes, it happened. And it's an article. She attached a link from the New York Times that uh, revealed a story about a 425-pound tiger, bingo tiger, living inside of an apartment in Harlem. That, in fact, in the article, was referred to as a sprawling apartment in the projects. <laughs> a sprawling apartment in the projects. That is a direct quote from this article <laughs> in the New York Times. Um, you know, they found a tiger, 425-pound tiger, tiger, rather, in the apartment. And there's more context, but y'all can go to the story for the details. Because it is really something else. <sighs> Wait, no. Is... Before you move on, can you please, please tell the listeners please. how okay, they so the figured thing... out that he had this tiger? <laughs> this is the kind of stuff. This is the kind of shit I'll be talking about, right? So he... So, okay. <laughs> I, there's no way I can tell it unless I tell it. So apparently please. the guy... 
he had a tiger named Ming that he got when it was a baby tiger. Very quickly, obviously, the tiger grew faster and faster and faster. So this nigga was literally hauling 20 pounds of chicken thighs home every morning to feed this motherfucker that he had in an apartment in Harlem in the projects. Furthermore, I guess he thought that he was, I don't know if y'all remember that childhood story, Eddie's Menagerie, where the boy had all them animals. I guess this motherfucker thought he was Eduardo because he had literally, a, he was building a collection of animals, had brought home a damn stray cat. I don't know why he thought that one of Carol Baskin's tigers and the stray cat would get along inside a small ass apartment, or excuse me, sprawling apartment in the projects in Harlem. <laughs> <clears throat> but he did, and next thing he knew, he brought that tiger, the uh, cat in the apartment, and I guess the tiger, the cat and the tiger was just staring at each other or whatever. And the tiger lunged all 425 pounds on that stray cat. Now, I know cats is agile, and they jump and land on their feet, and they may have nine lives, but eight of them went to that Bengal tiger that day because they said that motherfucker went to work on that house cat. <laughs> they said by the time that tiger got through with that cat, it was looking like Jennifer Hudson. Touch me! <laughs> it's so so anyway i guess this dumbass nigga jumped in between the cat and the big cat and he got what was coming to it meaning that three inch saber tooth that was on the uh inside the mouth of that tiger take his ass to the er talking about he got bit by a pit bull they said the doctor, the nurse, the triage nurse, the motherfucking anesthesia, nurse anesthetist. They said the surgical tech, the um, uh, the medical billing, the medical records. They said the uh, the attendee. They said the uh, uh, the porter. They said everybody in the hospital just stopped and turned around and said, "Nigga, you lying!" When he came in there with a a, a gash three inches deep, talking about a pit bull bit him. They said, "I don't know what kind of dog you got." <laughs> But every pound puppy I seen ain't never did that. No three inch tooth. Motherfucker, you lying. They went and investigated his apartment, found a motherfucking 425 foot tiger. I still tiger can't in there. get over that. And an alligator that in the be, bathtub. That tooth had to be thick as hell. Too. I can't get over that. <laughs> I mean, this story. seriously. The funny part was it's like it's like an elephant ramming its tusks through your goddamn leg. But uh, <laughs> um the funny part was it was a lady across the street from the apartment complex. This is the part that happened. <laughs> they said it was a lady across the street from the apartment complex that had been telling her adult children for two years. It's a motherfucking tiger in that apartment across the street. <laughs> Her family ain't believe her. Her family like, I bet you they was trying to, they probably thought she had dementia set onset of dementia. They they probably was like, what the fuck is wrong with mama? She talking about it's a tiger in the apartment across the street. Ain't no tiger in the apartment across the street. We in the middle of the projects in Harlem. But baby. That is so fucked up because she was not like. I know they say every dog got his day, but every tiger have his day apparently because (laughs) When they came in there and sedated that motherfucking tiger and dragged it out the goddamn front door like that, they said she was turning Ooh. around, looking up at her kids with a closed mouth smile like, mm-hmm. You had <laughs> me you, in dummy. tears when you were telling the story because she was like, Mama, ain't no tiger. <laughs> I mean, seriously. seriously. As if I wasn't high enough thinking about that shit yesterday afterwards. It was a whole TV show 
all of the events that probably transpired with that woman and her family <laughs> thinking yeah. that she was lying there. I know. I would think my mama had lost her motherfucking <laughs> marbles if she told me that it was a tiger in, in the, the window. Across the street, in the window. In okay. the Imagine people window. at school like, girl, what's wrong with your mom? Like, she think it's a tiger in the projects <laughs> across the street. In Harlem. Like, oh my God. But honestly, where else would this happen but in Harlem? Like, for real. Yeah. And the Crazy. nigga that did it said he don't give a damn. He would do it again. He, he said sure it was did. Worth it. He said mm-hmm. he's trying to create a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the project. Harlem took many L's between Teddy Riley and this damn tiger story this week. <laughs> you damn right. I couldn't believe that shit, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but before wow. we jump into this week's show, I wanted to uh, first of all, I want to congratulate our sister, Jade of all Jades, who released the first episode. Go ahead and clap for her. Lady Yade. The first episode of her new cooking series. So excited. This is a labor Jade of Jade in La Casa. Jade in La yes. Casa. If you go to Jade of All Jades on Instagram, you will find the first episode on her IGTV. But it comes up on her feed anyway, so you yeah. can't yes. miss it as long as you go to her page. I have to shout out Chris Rogers, who is also a good friend of ours. Yes. Who Woo! did his thing with the production and editing I also helped with the production to make sure that everything came together. So I'm very happy EP. for our friend. EP of all EPs. <laughs> <laughs> I filmed it too, which is so cute. EP, baby. You know what? Okay. I have to actually laugh at um at Ty because if you listen to the beginning of the show, you can hear me say, we're recording. And he thought it was Noah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he posted oh, on his oh, IG oh. story shout out to Noah on the cinematography I was like that was me <laughs> 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 he thought I was a five year old oh. lord but anyways so that's one uh, shout out I also had to shout out Mandy and Wheezy of Horrible Decisions I was their Woo! guest this week it was a very emo ratchet episode that I absolutely yes. loved <laughs> the duality No, we actually had a, a ton of fun recording that and uh, we want to shout out our other friend, Carla Wilmaris, who was the Black Business of the Week a couple of weeks ago with her podcast, Academy. She also has a podcast by the name of Shit, I'm 30. And I was a guest on that as well. Oh, also, for those who don't know Wheezy and Mandy's podcast, it's called Horrible Decisions. And it's one of our sister shows. It's also mm-hmm. on LSN. So definitely support that. So just horrible to... with a W. Yeah. <laughs> horrible with a W. Exactly. It is one of our sister shows. It's like the Denise Clark of our <laughs> Clark sister show. <laughs> I mm-hmm. finally watched, by the way. Oh, look at you, Fred. You're going to have it now. I'm, and that's, so now I'm caught. I mean, I'm a week late, but I'm caught up. <laughs> that's okay. It's never too late to come to the Lord. Very. The, first of all, the singing alone. Wow. Shout out to all those actresses that were singing their hearts out on that. That was incredible. So You got to say hearts out instead of asses off. You know I had to clean that up. (laughs) (laughs) So I just had to put all of that out there. Thank you guys for all the love and and support. You hear me? Support that you've been (laughs) showing me all Speaking of support, I ain't never seen Jay put no damn pot on the stove and turn it on full of dishwater. Go ahead. (laughs) I ain't never seen her do that. Never. I ain't never seen her do that. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, and lastly, thank you guys for the support you've shown in security. We came in number one on the podcast charts. Hey. 
We always appreciate that love as two black women bringing you black content every week in the middle of a pandemic. We're trying our Mm -hmm. best with our double shows a week. But thank you for showing us so much love and support during this. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. And Asante, it's the Asante Smith show this week. So please take it away, sir. (laughs) You know, friend, that was a great segue that you went from insecurity to this because I want to do a little bit of the Dustin Ross and do some TV land this week. But in in, in a different way, I want to get into what you guys have been watching on television. Um, I've been getting into a little bit of I always get into a little bit of what I've been watching. But I want to do some scenario painting. Well, okay. You know, like, so, so what you was about to say? I saw this I joke so set up. What? <laughs> so I would like to talk past what I just said and pretend Dustin wasn't going to make his joke. Um, I would like to first talk about what you guys have been watching on TV because it's funny that you were talking about Insecure. And Dustin actually is the reason I caught up on the show 20s. I'm almost caught up. So uh, good. It's so so good, and I was sitting I there watching watch. TV. As I've been, as actually, when we were talking about uh, a movie or something last week or the week before, it made me wonder, like, damn, why do I watch these things? Like, um, what do I think about? Like, when I'm watching certain things, do I put myself in these situations? Do I see myself as a supporting character or just a narrator in certain stories? Like, what? So, I want to talk to you guys about shows that you watch and shows that you either see yourself in. And then I want to play a game of some shows or movies that I've watched. And I want to set you up with scenarios and put you in those scenarios and see what you would do. Oh, so just a boy. little bit of everything. <laughs> just a bunch of fun, random shit. So I want to start off um, just talking about shows that you guys have watched. And since you said Insecure, or you were talking about Insecurity, I know we had to talk a little bit about Insecure anyway, just because, you know, this ain't Insecurity. And I had a couple things I wanted to say. I did like, too. <laughs> well, you, you lead the charge, friend, actually, because... You know, you the, you the, uh, the, the secure spurt <laughs> up in her. Well, first I wanted to talk about this booty button situation. <laughs> uh-huh. So on security, I shared that I thought he was asking for her to just press his butt cheek in to, like, create more friction. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Friend. Wait, listen, listen. Oh, wait, wait. Before you because... continue, just so people know, this is going to be a spoiler show. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If, Good call. If you haven't seen any of what we're talking about, more than likely we're going to have spoiled it. So if you hear a title or something, or something sounds too familiar and you ain't finished it, pause, skip forward. I don't know what you got to do, but it's going to be that kind of show. Just have fun with us, y'all. Continue, friend. <laughs> so I understand that booty button is the butthole. He's saying, like, put your finger in my butthole. But 
logistically <laughs> in missionary position <laughs> and the two of them combined when she was reaching over her hand barely touched mid butt cheek so i wasn't <laughs> understanding how in this particular scenario her finger went in the butt i, I was like are we supposed to imagine it like it was it one of those things where they just kind of took poetic license and it's like come on use your imagination because well, I was position, just reading it for what it was, and that finger wasn't going nowhere. The position originated in Finland. <laughs> <laughs> and so there wasn't much to uh, reach around <laughs> in the back of uh, most That's people it. who have tried it. So, I, you know, that is wow. what the issue was, you know. A finish, finish. How do you do that in missionary is my question. Well, honey, I don't do that. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't. But you know. Press your boot. Press your asshole. What the what do you want me to for what? First of all. And second of all, the pressure's supposed to come. It's not supposed to just push on it. You're supposed to either go in or coming out. It's like your mama's front door when you was a child. Either you coming in or you going out, okay? But don't be just standing there letting it just... Can you imagine a butthole just swinging back and forth like that? Because you can't decide what you want to do and you're just pressing it. Swinging back it and It made forth. me think of that, the famous line from Beloved, if you know, you know. But that was my confusion. That was my confusion. Just wanted to clear the air because people were like, friend, it was figure in the butthole. I was like, but how? No, he said push the button. I don't know if that, you know... First of all, it was a peacoat button. Let's start there. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. You did see her wipe her finger. That's why I'm yeah. like, yeah. it was insinuated. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't get the logistics, but that's all that I wanted to talk about. Maybe logistically, they just kind of didn't, because I think it could happen, but she didn't like lean up enough. Maybe it would have taken a little bit too much more contact to make it look that much more realistic. So Some it was kind of like contortion. Like, yeah, like you said. So it's just a little artistic license. Like, all right, fill in the rest of the blank here. Right. That's what <laughs> like, I'm saying. If that's the case, then I I was taking it too literal. But I did. But there was a young lady I must say who I'm not gonna say where she said it to not put her on blast. But she did say <laughs> somewhere on the internet to me that she. Has done it and it works in missionary positions. So maybe you know. Done what? What did she do? P press the, bo push the, the button. Booty, the booty button. In she missionary. did. You what did she say? Pressing the booty button was. Just fun, missionary. No, fun. I mean, what is the <laughs> like? What is the action? <laughs> what did she say? It was just fun. How do you it's define pressing the booty button? Like, what are you doing to a person when he's you on top? <laughs> they're in missionary, and she puts her finger in his ass. Oh, so that means actually inserting, like fingering the the ass. Exactly. I thought it just meant applying a little pressure to the outside, which I was just like, "What is? What are we doing?" Like a little tap. <laughs> yeah, like like what? No, it could be. Either. I mean, like, I guess it's up to interpretation. It's you know up, maybe up that could to. be what some people like. It's up to interpretation. <laughs> Danger! Yo, y'all hear this thunder and lightning? Yeah, okay. that's because God yeah. don't approve of what we. He like you just was talking about me last week. <laughs> <laughs> And now y'all do it. Oh hell no! Ooh, lightning. He pushed the light. Now that's the button that got pushed. He pushed the lightning button just now. Oh my god, the timing of that was too good. So, so it, would you push the booty button, friend? Of course. Of course, just like that. I mean, not for anybody, but if you're in a relationship, you're gonna do what you know, whatever I feel comes that. up. 
<laughs> well, okay. They're, so let's go. I really wish. Let's, I really wish I, people could see. Friend, I love the fact that I I love the fact that you you're like that because there are so many women that just like mm, 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 and it's not like you saying like you would do anything people, extra wild and you know people are, have to stick to their comfort zones. I mm-hmm. never want anyone to do something that they genuinely find disgusting. It's just gross. more interesting when you're more open minded. So it's just always like yeah. all right, cool. But like, listen, when I'm in a relationship or I have a lover, I'm down for us to do whatever comes up. That's how I see it. As long this as is gonna we're sound, all comfortable and happy. This is going to sound so weird, but friend, I feel that for you because I sit and think, like, you are so dope that whatever Thanks. nigga that is in your aura better be... In her what? <laughs> oh. Now, wait you know a minute, goddammit. You know what? I cannot. Okay. I like being a, a, a sexual safe space, you know? Friend, yours would be called an aura. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Press the booty aura. <laughs> or just the aura button. Press the aura the button. The aura button. I like that. You press. ask me to press your button. I'm a, you know how you know how like on the movies and shit when they rip the clothes off and the buttons just go poop, 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 flying mm-hmm. like all off of the guy. Yeah, that's how I push the button. <laughs> Fuck around and ask me to push the booty button if you want to. Okay, let's take some other characters and, <laughs> and scenarios in insecure, and then we gonna move on. We gonna move on. So let's pretend. Hi, mom. You. Uh, <laughs> damn. I, I mean, darn. I forgot your mom. Hi, mama friend. My mom is cool. She knows what's up. Yeah, I. Me and my mom are like, it's just she. It just, she just is what it is. I, yeah, I'm damn near eighty years old at this point. <laughs> we love you. We love you. <laughs> we do. We really do. Um. So, Molly, let's go with Molly. Mm. If you were a Molly and all of your friends maybe wondered if you had an issue because you were always trying to find issues with other people. Damn, this is about to be a spoiler, spoiler. But then you, you're confronted with or you're hit with that. You're, you're given that reality right when you're actually vindicated from the situation that you felt like you were having these issues from. Do you at that point feel like, you know, you should still take note of what your friend said about you? Or do you just move forward feeling like, oh, well, I, I'm actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing because that nigga did have a problem like I thought he did. And or there was there was something there like I was thinking. And, and in this situation, I was actually uh, vindicated from that. So I don't have to listen to what my friends say. Well, give a well, little more background for people that don't even know what this damn show is. I know. Is. I was just thinking to myself, like, damn, I guess I did kind of half go into that. Okay, so this season on Insecure, this episode in particular, uh, we're exploring the dynamics more of Molly. Um, in the first episode, we were hit with uh, Issa saying that they not cool no more. And then we went four months back, and we're kind of like, I guess, back in, backing into uh, or forwarding into um, <clears throat> how they got to that point. And so now we're at this point where Molly is talking to what's this dude's name? Andrew. Andrew. And Andrew is the fourth or fifth nigga we've been through <laughs> with Molly. <laughs> Damn, you made me <laughs> soak. I'm Andrew counting. <laughs> it wasn't that, it wasn't that many to count. Is that because there was the, there the was nigga Jadena, that she thought was gay. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, Jadena 2, Sharonis. Not Jadena 2. Yeah, so I guess this is the fourth, yeah. So Molly didn't had issues with all these other niggas, and now we at the fourth one where she's having an issue with. And last week, Molly hit Issa with the whole, uh, girl, aren't you tired (laughs) of being messy? 
And this week, he, uh, he and hit Molly with a girl, aren't you tired of being sick and tired? So it was kind of like she was given a dose of her own medicine, but in a different form. Actually, let's break some of this down first. Do you feel like Issa was doing being petty when she said that back to her? Yeah. Don't be having no conversation like that with me, goddammit. <laughs> I don't have that kind of I don't never talk to y'all like that about situations. You know what I'm saying? If either one of y'all have ever shared any personal details of your life with me, you've never felt judged in no way, have you? Have you? No. Okay. No. So so to me, it's a completely unnecessary element. If someone is your friend, that means that you automatically have bought into being on their side and whatever the circumstance that's presented in front of them. That don't mean you're going to let them, you know, stick their hand in a, in a fucking fire pit. You know, you'll stop them before they do something that's going to harm them. But it's not done that way in a review, in a judgmental review of what's going on in your life with notes. Like, that's not how that's not how being someone's friend looks. And mm. so. When Issa did when Issa did that, it was definitely in response to the shit that Molly had started the week before. And Molly introduced that energy to their friendship. There was always a beginning. There was always a beginning. <laughs> and Molly introduced that shit to their friendship. So unfortunately, that's just where they at. You know what I'm saying? They got two turntables and a microphone. That's just where they at. You know what I'm saying? It's making me sad. Friend, chime in. <laughs> chime in. I mean, it's definitely uh both sides you know i think they're equally going through a lot and for whatever reason don't seem to find any safety in sharing with each other anymore because in the other uh seasons the messiness was i'm not saying it was welcomed but it was like this is where we're at you know and they kind of just like uh dealt with it together and and it was funny and it was like girl you're a mess but there was like a tinge of humor to it because it just was where they were at but now it's like a jab you know like what's it to you You yeah like now there's a a a resentment there's a lot of projection there's it just seems like it's it's taken a bit of a dark turn and it happens too that that is Mm -hmm. something that happens in friendships we can't front like Yes. You don't go through phases with certain friends where y'all like, it's not that y'all don't like each other, but for whatever reason, there's just a shift in your personalities. Yeah, that's so stark that like it creates a bit of a disconnect. And then you come back maybe a year later or months later, weeks later, it's different for everybody. But after life didn't whoop their ass, <laughs> and they learn how to be grateful for the good friend that she was in the beginning. After you've been humbled. But yeah. it happens to in varying degrees. So I feel like. It is cool to see that, though, to, to see. I think Cheska Lee did a, a IG Wait, story. don't be telling y'all business. Don't be telling y'all business. No, no, no. <laughs> Imagine. She, that bitch did that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Cheska Lee did a, a live or IG story where she was uh, sharing about the disintegration of a couple of her friendships and how she doesn't feel like that's discussed enough. We usually talk about breakups when it comes to our romantic interests, but what about friendship breakups? You know, how come mm. there aren't spaces where we teach each other how to navigate when that comes up? Because mm. it feels like death. That's it's terrible. It feels like you're literally grieving the loss of a person. And it's even worse when you date, when, the, when you have a friendship with the person that you were dating and y'all broke up. That literally is Ooh. like... It's like a double whammy. It's the worst. It is the worst. So, and with friendships, I, sometimes that morning is even harder because y'all 
get you know dig deep into each other and sometimes mm-hmm. it's been like since childhood the job and friendships and it's just like right. a literal death because yeah. y'all have experienced things that you like don't want to experience with anybody else like ever again really but like then to lose that camaraderie or that perspective even is kind of fucked up that's why it's hurt my feelings to watch them be like that with each other and i'm like damn it's every episode gonna be them like going like tit for tat like you it and i'm gonna be like eh, y'all didn't have to do that i know but it it is something cool like not cool to watch but it is like you know like you're to your point there's something interesting to watch about how people navigate that dynamic like the changing of that dynamic and um you know like Dustin even said, there's always like a start. So to see the start and then them like go through the motion of this, like right. But I meant like it's they fault, not mine. <laughs> well, it, it can't that's be why your I fault. Had, that's why I had entered that to the record. You know Listen, when you went on that, when you went on that blind date with Issa, nobody was blaming you for the trajectory. Of the, no, I'm just playing. Oh, shout out I to Dustin. Was that last she, season or the season before it was, that? It was season two. She's never been happier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen. No, but you know what I do think is pretty healing about it? If there are people going through it right now, they're going to see themselves probably in a lot of these dynamics, especially the more childish parts of it, because sometimes you may not see it in yourself, and then you watch it. <laughs> Somebody you're, like, damn. Else, you're like, damn, you know? And then you're like, oh, shit, relatable content. Look, and you know in times like these, everybody calling everybody up over something. Oh, of course. So- <laughs> it's time to make people- amends. People finna get some phone calls. Okay, I almost, I almost did that shit. Really, quarantine got you introspective, Dustin Ross. Almost got me. Almost got me. And then I was like, "You the one that said to die with your fist balled up. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wavering? Because I really believe I'm gonna die with my fist balled up. Because I'm gonna be like, whatever it is, I'm fighting it. So, <clears throat> and I want them to leave me like that. You know, what I'm saying I literally want to go down like this with a casket, but. <laughs> But I just told myself wow. to be strong. I got to be strong. So I'm being strong. <laughs> I'm doing my work. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm going to give you a scenario <laughs> of a movie. And I'm going to kind of like walk you through and, and ask you questions on what you would do. You mean like so, a porn tab? No. Because oh, no, that's work, a scenario work, from a movie, too. Work only. And this is not horrible decisions. Or they call it a, They call it a, jo- a mm, job. Right. Anyway, go on, go on, go on. Chop, chop, mm, chop, 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 mm, um, okay. chop, baby, chop, chop. Mm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Can't tell me. Um, <laughs> all right, so. This is, have this you is ever post seen? 420. <laughs> yeah, right. right. We're thawing out. We're, so we're still thawing. <laughs> We still thawing out. While you playing, I thought thawing about this was about to be a, one of those episodes. Because we thawing out. <laughs> I'm thawing out. Shout to cash out. I'm cashing out. Um, while you playing, this episode come out on 422, and I was going to just smoke up for the whole thing and be at 422. Uh, anyway, but I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. <laughs> Have you ever seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Hell yeah. That's one yes. of my movies. Right. Okay. So for those who haven't seen it and me not ruining it in a way, in that way, I'm just going to give you the scenario of let's say you're in a relationship with somebody, right? Um, You've been in this relationship for, let's give it, let's just give it a year. Great relationship. Started off great. Love this person so much. And then things just started to go downhill to the point to where you don't really know where you and the other person are with things, but you know that there is some sort of like friction or some sort of drama there. 
one day you go to see the person and you find out that the person they have erased you from their memory <laughs> like you you're trying to talk to the person they don't know who you are wow. you asking your friends about it they're not at liberty to say they're pretending that they don't know what's going on they're like you know no i thought you guys broke up or 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 they're even just going as far as to pretend like you guys never met depending on you know how far you could take this you know sci-fi scenario but um let's just say for the sake of this the people don't know they, they don't know who you are so the person has erased you you've been erased from their lives so nobody else over there knows who you are um do you think that that's fucked up to do? Like, would you get it done to yourself to forget that person as well? Or would you try to get them to get their memory back? Like, what path do you th see yourself taking in this scenario? And then we're going to keep choosing our own adventure as we go down the rabbit hole. Wouldn't be no scenario fucking with me. Because the first motherfucker <laughs> act funny like that. Like, you don't know me. And I know we know each other. Bitch, I'm out. Number one, it's either going to result in a fist fight between me and them. Because you're obviously disrespecting <laughs> Not me. Not a you fist disrespect fight. Me. Oh, yeah. It's going to get. We go in there. Okay? What's the mood? Because, I remember you, Dustin. You uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> motherfucker, you know good you and damn well. You them. know you know me, right? And I know that you know me. And I know how. And you're going to really sit and play in my damn face like that oh, I, i'm sorry i don't know what you're talking about you about to <laughs> bop, bop. i just go right outside their motherfucking head and that's how it'll get all get started and stopped right there like ain't gonna be no scenario first one got it and now i ain't fucking with none of y'all since your so, friend uh, acted funny i'm done with all of y'all <laughs> so no imagine imagine you get locked up and the person really don't know who the fuck you are because you were deleted from their their whole life on like a cellular level like they really, like, even fighting I, them. Is, see, I'm not going that far with <laughs> All I know is the fact that I know you, and you trying to play like you don't know me. Now, why you have arrived at that conclusion, that's up to you. I don't give a damn about the, the science, the lightning bolts zapping your house and making all y'all forget everything or whatever. I don't care. So if this we was know a service, each other. So if this was a service that was offered. Not the lightning which, bolts. You talk about men in black. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> If this was a service Something that was happened. offered, <laughs> would you ever get that done? No. Like, you don't think you would ever have anybody erased? Or you, you don't think you were in a situation no, that was so bad? I need like, to. I needed to learn all the <laughs> shit from that situation. Or else I'm back at square one. And, then it's and gonna if it's going to be again. any erasure, yeah, if it's any erasure, we ghost in their ass. Like we always do. So please. <laughs> Sorry, friend. Let me come back to you for the first question, then. Mm-hmm. What would you, if somebody erased you some and you like went to go see them, you know, y'all you, probably had like a bad fight the night before and you went to go see them just to see how they were. And they open the door and they're like, they look at you blankly and they just go. I've gone through that. <laughs> somebody has erased you. Yeah. In a figurative way where the relationship was so not good that for them to maintain their sanity, they had to erase me so to speak you know and i support it i'm like you got to do what you got to do to maintain out here i would not i would um i'm not the type that forces myself in places you know like he had to do what he had to do because it just wasn't a healthy dynamic you know well, we talked was about this with his ass anyway so <laughs> a lot of <laughs> cheating and just things that just weren't cool and so i respect it and you you know when he made that clean cut, I was like, I got you. Like, <laughs> I ain't even mad at you. Fran, and I've Fran literally not Uber. seen him since 2005. <laughs> I kid you not. It's like he hey. dropped out of my reality. Like, 
Yes. You know, you can do that. You can really will yourself out of someone's reality. And I, it's almost like he doesn't exist. I've never seen him again, never heard from him. I don't even see, like, you know, sometimes people will DM you or, like, <laughs> leave you a comment or like your picture. I'm talking about nothing. And I think that's so cool. I've always thought that was so cool. <laughs> I'm like, that's wow. a boundary for your ass, okay? And I respect it. It's commendable. I took on a lot of those traits after him, which is why I don't believe in erasing nothing. Because whether you were the bad guy, the good guy, whatever role you played, you're walking away from it with a, a clear understanding of where you're at and who you are and what needs to shift. And so I would not trade that shit for nothing, regardless of what role I played. He told you he was going to make that sort of an exit from your life or it just happened that way? Did he say like, I'm telling you now, I want to end all communication? Or he, he didn't just... ghost me. No, he didn't ghost me. It was a, a very clear communication of like, I don't like feeling this way. I'm removing myself. All right. So, right? Yeah, so did you I get him an Uber XL or Uber Black? <laughs> <laughs> it was bitch, no I'm Ubers. Down. Okay, I'm through with your ass anyway. Get on. Shit, I ain't <laughs> never been happier. I'm glad you gone. I'm glad I ain't never got to think about you or look at you never again. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye to you. Hey. Goodbye to you. Goodbye That's actually you. really boss, and I like so that. boss. That's I'm like, man. I integrated some lessons from that shit because I needed to learn how to do that. Well, that was a good one. That was real uh, open and shut. Mm -hmm. But now we finna move kind of into like something, <laughs> something a little bit more sci-fi again. Uh, Let's, have you ever seen Groundhog Day? I hate that motherfucker. Yeah, movie. with um, what's his name? Bill Murray. Uh, Bill, Bill Murray. He Billy, keep waking yeah, up yeah, yeah. as the same day every day. Oh my god! So since uh, since Groundhog Day, <laughs> I remember feels watching like that shit a Groundhog long time ago. <laughs> Can we call so, this episode Groundhog Day, please? Yes. Yes. Done. Yes. Done. Because since Groundhog Day, um, there's been movies kind of similar to that, like, but just in different styles. So there's a movie, uh, Death Day, Happy Death Day to You. Damn. A, Happy Death Day. I never heard of that. Yeah, it was a. Excuse me? It was a. <laughs> it was a horror. <laughs> what? Like, say so, what? <laughs> Happy Death Day to You. <laughs> How the, what the so, fuck? What? It was a horror too much movie weird about this shit girl. going on. Like, what you mean? Happy hey, death we, day to me. We only about to get weirder. Just uh, to be honest. Thank you, Elvira. Yeah, yeah. It was, fucking crazy. So, like, happy birthday to you. It's about this girl who wakes up on her birthday, and uh, she has to. She ends up repeating the day over and over because there's a fucking serial killer. So she repeats the shit over and over again until she ends up finding who the serial killer is. But um, that's actually kind of lit. Every day being your birthday, like I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. So they, well that shit wasn't lit because she had the stupid ass fucking ringtone that would go, Hey, it's my birthday. So then like every time the bitch would die, she would wake up hearing that stupid ass fucking ringtone. So there was sometimes she would wake up and just throw the goddamn phone and break it. But um that's Where did another this one. Come out? How did I, I've never heard of this. I don't know, but you know what? I For all the people it listening, either, <laughs> I didn't watch it when it came out. It was on HBO Go. <laughs> there's two of them. There's Happy Death Day to you and or there's Happy Death Day and well, it's two happy death days. They, um, the first one's about the girl solving the mystery, and the second one ends up her friends repeat the shit too or something. But uh, they're stuck in this time loop because 
actually, now that I think about it, I don't think they gave like a fair answer on this time loop on if it has something to do with science or not. Anyway, uh, basically, girl wakes up on her birthday in a de- in a date's bed, and she's repeating this day trying to figure out who the fuck killed her. So at first she thought that it was, um, I mean, she just kept fucking dying. Basically, if you woke up and you died once <laughs> and then you woke, you woke up again right after, would you start to feel like, cause that shit was fucking with me for a minute. I was like, do people, is this why people start to wonder like if this is a simulation, they test if they can jump timelines and shit like that. But I basically wanted to talk about, um, what the hell is going on? <laughs> just, just Which part? It. I'm completely lost. Okay, so is the bitch about... dead or not? <laughs> well, so the movie, I guess, to ruin it because it don't really matter. She she actually solved her uh, her can't murder. Deal with the two of you, like I just can't. I'm telling you, <laughs> friend, you're never gonna know what to do with me, said, and you're never gonna know what to do with this. Said... <laughs> so, <laughs> what can you do? It's a lot of okay, weird so... shit going on. <laughs> Okay, I got another one. Up. I ain't finished with Okay, fine. We could just No, no, go no. Right. I wanted I want to answer this one. You said if you well, hold on. wake well, up I'm and just die. That, yeah, so there's another movie called Ark, right? This one's on Netflix. It's a it's another time loop movie and it's very similar to this one. But or well, in in the time loop sense. Outside of that, it's just a a different like these movies are all about time loops, but they're like completely different. Like Groundhog Day was about this unhappy ass white man. Happy Death Day to You was about this college bitch. And then Ark is about this, like, scientist in the future. So they're all completely different movies that explore this, like, theory of, like, the time loop. Okay. But, um, so in Ark, um, this guy wakes up. He's a scientist. He's built this device. It's a, um, a perpetual motion device. And basically, he wakes up and he realizes his, uh, there's intruders in his house. Um, it's a home invasion He's about to escape the home invasion, but then the nigga ends up dying. He wakes up again. He's at, back at the start, back in his bed right before his house is about to be invaded again. Oh, Lord. So he realizes that the reason that the shit keeps repeating is because of the device he built. It's mm-hmm. a professional motion device that he built, and he just wants to... Um, it's supposed to be you know, sustainable energy that could actually help the Earth, but he hasn't necessarily given it up yet because, you know, with all good things, there's also a bad side. Okay. Um, you know, it could, be, it could be used for war or whatever else. Um, So th- this movie, he goes through this time loop over and over again because he's basically trying to get his best case scenario for, you know, ending the loop. Whether it's him just dismantling this machine or him dying for good or whatever the case may be. In this particular movie... um. Because I'm gonna have to give you a giveaway, some plots, I guess, so you can kind of get an idea of what he thought was gonna work. That's completely um, fine with me. So the first time he wakes up and he uh, he gets attacked. So when he's in bed, I'm gonna give you some more details. He's actually in bed with a woman he's with. Wakes up in bed with the woman, uh, gets killed by the home invaders. So later on, he realizes that you know he's gonna let her in on what's going on, and long story short, her ass ends up realizing that they stuck in the time loop too. And she at some point turns on his ass in the time loop. So now his decision making isn't just solely his because damn, this is another layer I just discovered while thinking about it. Because when you stuck in these uh these timelines, never mind, I should not start to because I, I feel like there's already enough confusion. So <laughs> with all that I've given you, before I go any further, Dustin, do you have questions? Look at his face. Just- I only stop. I only stopped because I was finna get even more confused. I was like, ooh, let me reel that back. <laughs> okay. Where are we going with this? 
I want to know, do you even think it's, I'm trying not to put my answer in the question. Do you think, would you continue, if you realized that you were stuck in a loop, would you continue to, to try to fight what you felt like could be inevitable? Or would you go with the program? Or would you just not subscribe to that at all? What option do you have? The shit going to go down again in, in the morning anyway. Well, there are people that have been resistant to loops. <laughs> yeah, the fruit loops, but they turn into cereal. <laughs> the, well, I mean, well, yeah, you're right, because the UI or the OO. Well, is this there is a crazy. way to get out of this loop by doing something? Like, is is there like a a particular end so game a, or result that he has to so get to to thing. break the loop? Or are you just going to loop? Because if you're just going to loop, then I'm going to just... Ooh. chill and watch netflix <laughs> so that's the thing after watching all of these i wondered are we all stuck in the loop now <laughs> I, the yeah reason, the reason that i said and toby will be saying uh stuck in the loop and so i kept saying it like all week as i was watching all these different things because as i was trying to tell you before uh like last week or the week before there's a show on hulu or fx on hulu devs where they were exploring this concept of the loop too and and um the bitch is on the program now. It's it's a, a whole world of bullshit. But all of this bullshit, when you really like sift through it, there seems to be so much like palatability. Like it could be true almost. So it just kind of makes me wonder like, well, are we in the loop now? Because in these movies, when I watch some of these people fight, I'm like, well, why do they keep doing this? And then I realized, so th it, like, are they trying to tell me that this is the inevitable now and like to just keep going anyway? But it was always mixed messaging for me because I feel like every movie explores this uh, this idea of the time loop. But, you know, there's no way to dismantle what that actually means or how to view that and how to just continue that. So, yeah. like, in ARC, because it's a perpetual motion mach machine, the the idea in that one would just be to dismantle Unplug the it. machine. Yeah. Yeah. But because it is sustainable energy, I forgot why he wasn't getting rid of it the first time. But, uh he had to he couldn't get rid of it the first time because the intruders would take it so like he couldn't live or escape the intruders and leave the machine so he had to figure out how to stay and beat the intruders so he could unplug the machine so you would go through all of that to beat the intruders and and save the machine well, that's what i was asking like was he with every loop learning more and more about what yeah. code needed to be cracked for him to actually yeah. like remove himself from the loop and if that's the case then, yeah, I think that's a parallel to life now. Think about how many people you know in your life that are super bored with their life but don't necessarily do anything to change it, you know? Or, yeah, yeah. And then the people that are unhappy with their circumstance and crack a code. So, you know, like they, they figure out what they have to do within that loop for the day to be different. And I think that most of us have seen that person. Most of us are that person or not. We've seen like all the different sides of, I guess the, what do you call it? The perpetual? The loop. The perpetual Perpet motion machine. <laughs> the perpetual motion machine. <laughs> I definitely think it's a, um, I definitely think it's parallel to what to what happens in reality for sure. Because I can see some people that are literally waking up and just doing the same thing every day. And you know what? Some people are happy with that. Mm -hmm. And that's okay see, too. 
See, Ark was a little bit more cut and dry because pretty much the name of the game was just get rid of the fucking machine. But like in Happy Death Day, like it was like once she figured out who the fuck killed her, it was like she got to live to the next day. But then the next day started the sequel <laughs> where they all is dying or, or where it's, she had to figure out somebody else dying or some other bullshit because, oh, actually, in the sequel, it did go back to science. I forgot there was a device. I watched that one. But high. even in okay. ARC, you're saying the machine. Listen to that's what, yeah, no, no, that's no. how we refer to. I was saying to, with the ARC, it was easier. Well, that's, to, but I mean, just the parallel, how that is also how we refer to the quote unquote matrix, the machine, the yes. establishment. So it's like. It sounds and like that's it's why a very devs layered, too, yeah, a private, super layered movie. That's why devs too. If you ever watch it, do you think you're gonna watch devs or kind of ruin a little bit for you? Go ahead. I don't. I, I'm even if you tell me what it is, I'll still watch it. Well, okay. I think I probably said what devs was. They basically were able to create a simulator, but the device was able to um, record anything from the past or let you view anything from the past and potentially anything in the future. So it was just a, a high grade simulation, and in the project was called devs but then the nigga the main dude he said that it was actually a joke because the girl kept saying that all these developers or all these creators always have godlike complexes and he was like oh well it's funny that you say that because um the vn devs is uh greek or roman or some shit so it's actually a you so it is deus and i was like ain't this some bullshit so this nigga did have a god complex but um all of these like sci-fi things about like time jumping because just to move i hate that we always come back to the oa but because <laughs> the oa, the OA the was another one that I, I just thought about the scenario of imagine waking up and you know who you are but nobody like you're somebody else to everyone else because you've i feel like that now i've been the shit <laughs> but i know everybody else i gotta work to prove it so i mean I, that i can relate to <laughs> But imagine that being like the thing on like in every other way. Like, yeah, okay, so let's say everybody has always known you to be the shit, but like your preferences have changed. Like now you now your ass is eating spicy food. And they're like, What well, when the hell did this like when did you eat spicy food? Like it just imagine it they being this really whole... down then. <laughs> you know? Cause if you're I mean, a down ass Ja Rule and Ashanti, what was the name of the song? Down ass bitch. Right, so if you a down ass bitch, you be with stick with me through my taste changes. What do you mean? <laughs> but what if your taste changed because you came from a different timeline? Man, this shit is crazy. Now you know how I feel. I've been in quarantine watching all these sci-fi things, and I was like, I just want to talk about some of these sci-fi scenarios too. That's why I wanted to talk about something fun and talk about insecure because that shit was fucking me up and my feelings had been hurt. But then I want to talk about some science fiction shit because. Horror was a little too like I don't want to I don't really do enough horror so I can't really get into all of that, but definitely want to like bend like do some mind bending right quick. Do y'all want any more scenarios? Give us one more. Okay, <laughs> this one's really fucked up. We're gonna keep going in the sci-fi fucked up like time time space arena. Uh oh, actually, you know what? Ha, did you watch the platform, friend? The platform. Who's it's the movie that was, it's in Spanish. The platform? What is it about? Okay. I don't think so. Okay, so it's about the some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a sandal, a right sandal that got lost in the time loop. <laughs> so the movie originally is called El Hoyo in Spanish. It's the hole. El Hoyo. But uh, it's a Sp- yes, yes, El Hoyo, El Hoyo. The booty button. <laughs> no. 
I mean, same thing. And loyal means the whole. <laughs> I'm crying right now. Well, anyway, the whole <laughs> it's a Spanish science fiction horror thriller film, and it's a. Uh, it's set in a large tower style vertical self-management center where the residents are periodi- periodically switched at random between its many floor- floors and it's a they're fed by a platform. So the platform initially is like filled with food like they put a, a shit ton of food on it and then the platform just gradually lowers through all of these uh, levels and basically it, it causes this conflict between the people at the top, you know, who they get to eat first and then the people all the way at the bottom. Now, this it's a prison, but some of these people signed up for it as well. So like. <laughs> <laughs> now, Why if you heard about. Would you sign up for the prison? I was just going to ask if you heard about this uh, vertical self-management. You never watched uh, 60 Center. Days In. <laughs> Right. I'm beyond my way out. No. And furthermore, why would I sign up to have to go figure out how I'm going to survive to get to the top of some crazy shit? This is crazy. Mind you, when you sign up, you really don't have, they don't give you all of the details. Because the person that signed up for this, he just knew that if he went to this um this prison, he didn't even know like any of this stuff was happening. His cellmate was teaching him, was showing him the ropes like his fir- why first day in. was he there? So he signed up because he wanted to get, and this doesn't excuse it for me, but this is what he did. Um, he signed up because he would he was supposed to get a degree after completing the program for six months. So the platform, it lowers, and when it gets to each floor, you have two minutes to eat before it lowers to the next floor. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you and also you can't keep any of the food. What? That's what you, you get keep... for signing up. That's Wait, what so you can't get. take the food off the platform? You have to just eat really quickly in those two minutes off the platform? So let me give you how fucked up Jesus this shit was when Christ. I was watching it. This I nigga wakes this up show. in a cell. <laughs> this nigga wakes up in a cell. There's an old man across from him. He's basically, you know, deviously telling him piece by piece what the fuck is up. But um, this nigga, you could bring one item in with you. The nigga that chose to come in willingly brought a book. His cellmate proceeds to tell this story <laughs> about how he watched this infomercial for this knife. And basically, he had brought that knife in there with him. <laughs> the monologue for that knife was fucked up. He was like, he was watching this commercial and <laughs> it was selling this knife. And he got the knife and he used the knife. And then the nigga snapped because one day he watching TV and they selling a better version of the knife that he had just bought. And I guess he snapped and he used the knife on whoever was closest to him or some shit. And he ended up in jail. So this nigga is on this floor and they were on like, what floor did they wake up on? So he woke up on floor. He woke up in a cell marked with the number 48. So basically when that platform came down for his ass the first time, it was just a bunch of slopping dishes. If you... Let's pretend your ass didn't sign up for this and your ass got sent to this and you wake up in cell 48 and someone just told you there's a table that's going to come down if they tell you. There's a table that's going to come down. You got two minutes to eat when it comes and you can't keep none of the food. Do you think your ass is going to be able to make it over to that table? Hell yeah. <laughs> Look at Dustin's face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
what else you gonna do? Die? I guess maybe that might be a better choice. I don't know. How long well, are you gonna be in this place? I'm getting on the platform and I'm just gonna get ate up. <laughs> so what's crazy is there was a person in there and they were looking for somebody. So, because one day the platform came down and there was a woman on the table and the nick and the dude, the main character, he was you know trying to help her or see you know see what's going on with her. But his cellmates like leave her on there. She looking for her child, and the dude is trying to basically be like, "There ain't no children in here. She's crazy," and you know just to ruin the shit for you. There was a child in that bit, you know. what I'm saying? But the the bitch got on the table and was riding the platform down because she thought that she could ride it to the bottom to find her child. And later on, you find out that what they thought was the bottom actually wasn't the bottom. It went farther than that. So I think old girl was falling asleep by the time she got to the to what she thought was the bottom and just wasn't ever getting to the bottom. How are you falling asleep on something that's moving every two minutes? <laughs> there were a lot of little fucked up things that were happening in this movie. And I was like, I don't know if y'all could do that. I don't know if that could this be a thing. If awful. That could oh my God, I'm in tears. You got to watch because it <laughs> I was... I do not. I mean, well, you don't have to, but it Well, I know you, yeah, you definitely don't have to, Dustin. I'm not, I, I would not force this on you. This sounds it, awful. It was very awful, you know, and then it was awful watching the people that were trying to... um make a change or a difference how they ended up treating each other but um they the guy was hungry sell- they probably turned on each other <laughs> old boy cellmate turned on him hunger they- will drive you crazy like that if, if, our, if it's a million of us and we only got two minutes to eat some shit that's dropping like it's hot what is and this then- the popeyes the story of the popeyes chicken sandwich coming out yes that's what I- it sound like because when they- so they were on 48 so by the time that the- it already got to their platform on 48 the food was already mostly eaten just like, like that Popeye's on 148 <laughs> so then imagine waking the food up food was mostly eaten Dustin just like it just like it the food is mostly eaten you only got two minutes and everybody's trying to get a little something it's awful Yo, y'all imagine don't watch the platform y'all I'm about to start a smear campaign for this movie or whatever the fuck this is hey go ahead it's all over Netflix people is talking it, it just came out on March 20th too that's crazy. It sure they won is awards. Crazy. I mean, it's a fucked up conversation on you know uh, systems and I don't want to get into all this other shit I see right here. It was just really really interesting to watch the people and I think my favorite part was that a black man did the right things throughout the whole movie. There was a black Spanish man, you know, might have been Amara Negra's daddy or something. I don't know, but he did not do anything terrible because you know in movies like that black folks either die first or they're just horrible people and he was not doing that so i fucked with the platform on that level outside of that fucked up crazy ass movie but if you're into that sci-fi shit it was a good ass movie must say and with that said or done i mean that's really it you know that was really the city high what would you do uh game if you will (laughs) boys and girls want to hear a true story and I'm not going to sing the rest because I gave you some really fucked up scenarios. I was going to have fun, but it, everything was pretty dark. Like, I was going to do the whole little fires everywhere. I was going to ask what would you do if, you know, if you had a baby and you want to save that baby, but you couldn't. Like, I was going to go through a whole bunch of these. But I'm glad we've gone through enough scenarios for well, you to, to go through. she went the fuck off when she rolled. She pulled up to that baby shower, that birthday party, whatever that was, and went the fuck off the lady in Little Fires everywhere. Yes. <laughs> She, was, she, she sure did. Okay, and, that show and Carrie is Washington, Carrie Washington had already dug in the baby's skull trying to find that little marker. Whatever. Oh my god! Yes, and that bitch, her mama went in there. Ah, ah, my baby! My baby! 
I was like, God damn, that's how the little fire started from you. The friction of your voice, you know what I'm saying? Rubbing up against everything in here. I couldn't believe she was tripping like that. I might would have passed the baby back. I ain't going to lie. It's only been a year together. Here, y'all. I might would have gave it back. Look, she acting like she birthed her damn self the way she's tr- she keeping it. The fact that Izzy has more sense and was looking at them like, she stole that. What are y'all leaving? What's happening? But that was it for the scenarios game. Maybe I'll call scenarios. I don't know. We'll do another round of scenarios. Do a little, do a, a funnier roundup next time. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. And that's it for this week's hot button. Uh, now we can move on to Fran with the wellness segment. So, Ty, please bring in the wind chimes. <laughs> so, we have covered free workout resources. We have covered free food resources. I'm so mad at all of you who tagged Fit Men Cook. <laughs> yeah, or literally tagging my ass to everything he posted. Y'all be making the block hot. Um, but today we're going to focus on free mental health resources that I think are extremely important. You see, I'm trying to take a holistic approach to how we are right. facing. This so tell quarantine. us about my vidster. <laughs> 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 so did you guys know that there is a meditation app by the name of Liberate for people of color? No, no. It's particularly for people of color, which I think is amazing. It is created by this Afro Latino by the name of Julio Rivera. And he said that he noted that a lot of the meditation apps he had tried before, even when he'd go to events to practice yoga or just in those wellness spaces, they were always very white dominated. And he felt Mm. that It felt like you had to constantly prove something to others. Can't relate to that part. But he said that (laughs) that's why he created Liberate, a meditation app that features Dharma talks and guided meditations by teachers of color for people of color. What I like about the app the most is that as soon as you sign on, it actually asks you what your background is, your uh, ethnic backgrounds. Like what you mixed with? It just asks... It basically wants to gather as much information about your cultural experience so that they can align you with teachers on the app who have similar experiences and can speak directly to you through their wellness oh, offerings. Isn't that cool? That's dope. I thought I like you was going to say, as soon as you sign on, a fist comes up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> essentially, that's what's happening on this app. And what I like about it is that it's not just like, you know, breathe in for four counts, breathe out for eight counts. It's also like talking about microaggressions at work. You know, like they have actual blog posts, they have actual conversations and a lot of the different elements that we're dealing with as people of color in this world. So Mm. I thought that that was very cool. I've actually never seen that before now that I think about it, like an app that focuses on our our community specifically. So Julio Rivera, 
He's a tech entrepreneur and the app is called Liberate. And he actually said that what made him, what introduced him to meditation in the first place was the Headspace app. Do y'all remember Headspace? Yeah. Shout <laughs> yeah. out to Headspace. I love Headspace. I feel like they're, they really kind of set the tone clearly. I mean, look who they've inspired. They've even helped our own communities, but I love them because it's like a, a really easeful, mindful approach to like explored, guided exercises and videos to help people feel better. I like that they even have them on the flights. Have y'all been on the flights where it's in the it's an option? In the Delta Studio. Yeah, in the Delta Studio. Uh-huh. So you can either listen to music, watch a movie, or meditate. <laughs> right? I miss traveling. <laughs> 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 but I really love the website um, and the guy's voice, which I love. I don't know if y'all have used Headspace, but the guy's voice is really cool. He has like a really youthful, playful, but calming voice at the same time. Um, oh, like Christian Chenoweth. <laughs> <laughs> Headspace. <laughs> I've seen a chart when you go on the site, which is headspace.com. It says just 10 days of Headspace can increase your happiness by 16%. I'm super curious. Because <laughs> sometimes 16% is all you got when it comes to If you're doubling that, that's a lot. Right. That's a nice, healthy chunk of change right there. And I love it because there are over 60 million, that's right, six zero people connected on Headspace, which means that it is a social media platform all its own. So if you want to find some like-minded people and maybe, you know, turn it into a different kind of platform you have the opportunity to do that too so definitely check out (laughs) (laughs) just wear a mask it's 60 million motherfuckers in here (laughs) just put a mask on (laughs) y'all and then we're gonna go over to my personal fave which i have mentioned on this show before insight timer that's i-n-s-i-g-h-t-t-i-m-e-r.com it's also an app 40,000 free guided meditations. They even have, which I think is pretty cool, they have these bell sounds. Maybe you don't want to hear someone's voice. Maybe you don't want to be guided through someone's voice because sometimes someone's voice can take you out of it if you don't like it, you know, or Mm -hmm. even what they're saying just doesn't resonate. So they have this bell option, these interval bells that you can actually set up. So instead of someone uh literally guiding you it's more of like a bell guidance to just kind of remind you of how much time you have left or just easily bring those bell sounds which are really calming to your nervous system so i love i love this and that's why i listen to hail mary by tupac for the (laughs) bell sounds ding dong come with me that's really what it is yeah. You ever been uh, in a different city or, or town, wherever, where the church bells let you know? Like, yes. it's like you see how everyone stops. There's something about I bells. Love that. It's a yep, very yeah. calming, kind of like grounding feeling. So I love that they have that option. They also have sound baths, which I love. If you love uh, crystal singing bowls, I know that a lot of you were tagging me to. Karuchi and Janae Aiko, who both were on IG Live apparently doing 
different like guided meditations with teachers and practitioners using the crystal singing bowls. It's a really, really nice sound. Yep, look, Asante just pulled it up <laughs> on his phone. <laughs> I was in Janae's when she was on. I was like, what's going on? It's a really, really nice sound, and it has a lot of emotional health benefits depending on which bowl they play. Some of them could help you with your throat health. Some of them help you with your heart, your crown chakra. It's like really, really soothing, really intentional. Um, so they have sound baths available for you too. Maybe you just want to hear some nature sounds. Maybe you just want to hear some rain, the wind blowing. There's something for everyone on Insight Timer, which is why it's my personal fave because they really provide everything that you need. They even have music. They have chants. They have affirmations. The I rapper. Mean, <laughs> you name it, they have it for you. Um there's also the next one that's my favorite. Have you guys ever heard of Notes from the Universe? Yes. It's the mm -mm. cutest, cutest resource. The website is tut.com, T-U-T.com. And it is just the cutest because it's this man who literally sends you, he's a spiritual practitioner. He sends you these notes to your email that are just the sweetest. And it's literally like notes from the universe. They say the most affirming, kind. Sometimes I, I you know, you have to remember that some people don't get to hear kind words. Some people don't get to mm. hear affirming words or even some inspiration, a nice quote that's not like just the generic cheesy stuff that we see on Twitter and Instagram all day, but just some real affirming quotes that help you with your goals and your dreams and are actually designed to remind you that you have been given dominion over all things. It's really, really sweet. I want you to check that out, tut.com. What I love is that you can control how often you get it. Maybe you need a lot of aff uh, affirming, so you want that to come in every day. Maybe you just need a little bit of affirming, so you just want it to come in once a week. But it's the sweetest. I wish I had the one. Uh, let me see if I screenshot it. Just so I Mike can Dooley. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was asking, is Mike Dooley? Oh, the universe talks. Thoughts become Yes, things. Mike okay. Dooley is the creator. So listen, I'm going to read you the one that he sent me today just so you can get an idea. It says, Fran, you and I, we're older than the sun, wiser than the moon, and deeper than the depths of space. We've always been together. We'll always be together. And until thy kingdom comes and we are known as one, nothing will ever change this. Whatever you can imagine... I can make happen. Whatever you want, mm. I already have. And for as long as you have thoughts to think, dreams to weave, and seeds to sow, nothing for us will be impossible. Your other half, the universe. AKA oh, wow. Sean Diddy Combs. My friend Twiggy like posted so, like a that. screenshot of the email every morning. On her um on her Instagram story, so I have always seen those emails that she aren't get. they the greatest? Yeah, notes from the universe. And mm -hmm. I literally sometimes wonder, like, how does he do this? Because I have been signed up to this website. I can't even tell you how long. I wish that they would. I could check on my account to see, but it's I've been on this for years, and I have never received the same thing twice. How's that According possible? According to him, you've been on it forever. <laughs> but isn't that cool? Forever. And it's not generic. He never sends you just like a, you know, generic quote that you've seen. 
it's always just really legit feels like he's speaking to you specifically like it's it's the universe literally having a conversation with you through your email and of course me being the woohoo person that I am I'm like mm-hmm we think that this is a person <laughs> I love everything about this dude's website. <laughs> right? It's so great. And it, and, I, and I, I always joke that it's an, an angel in the form of a human being that is that just has this website up and is really just sending us love notes throughout the day. That's that's what I think because there's no way that he could send these thoughtful words and no, never Amanda repeat No, Amanda Perez himself. got him the job. <laughs> Amanda Perez got him the job. She put in the reference, God, send me an angel from heaven to love. <laughs> They will, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I wanted to put into your awareness today. The Liberate app for people of color, a meditation app for people of color, the Headspace app that actually inspired the creator of the Liberate app, Insight Timer, which is my personal fave if you're looking for some sound baths, and lastly, <laughs> Love Notes from the Universe, TUT.com. Those are just some of my personal faves and I know that people are looking for resources and the best part is that they're all free and they're all accessible and I hope that you find them useful and that's it for this week's wellness segment Asante back to you what you got for us this week Mr. Music Man hey this week in music people did songs (laughs) and some people battled some did it no wrong I don't know Anyway, another week in music, uh, another week where we're at home, we're watching people on Instagram. Uh, This just made me want to say to anybody out there that is an artist, now is definitely your time to shine. Um, Just put music out. You don't even got it. Like now is the perfect time. You don't have to worry about labels and all and radio play and all that. Everybody is online at all hours of the day. And I'm not saying that you got to get on live and just start doing your music. I'm just saying that there are more people that are more aware right now. And there are more people that, you know, can't really do a whole lot with what they've got going on. So for all you artists that are brand new and you've been hustling, now is for real your time to shine. I am always looking for new stuff to watch anyway. I'm always looking for underground stuff to get into. So if you're an artist and you got that music video you've been sitting on waiting to push, if you're going to be pushing that video soon, I can't wait to see it. I'm just saying now is the season for everybody to go out and get theirs, specifically artists. With that said... I'm starting this Music Man segment off with my homegirl, our homegirl, sister to the show, India Sean. Um, yeah. Shout out to India. We talked about her for the past couple of weeks. She just put out some music. She put out a visual. And she was actually doing a performance at home. Um, it was great. She was do- Her performance was going so well that she, rem- that she realized afterwards she didn't even need the microphone. I mean, <laughs> just beautiful, beautiful voice. Just I love the graphics s- with the lights. That was so cool. Yes, so with cute. the projector. Uh, I love India Sean. I'm going to talk about her until I turn blue in the face, until you all listen to her. I actually love the fact that when I mention her, so many of you, you know, you mentioned your favorite songs by her. I just want us to stay on the India Sean train for as long as possible because she is just a spirit that I have to share with the, well, the world. And, um, you know, I just got to keep putting her on. And actually, it was funny. India has a YouTube channel now. I where saw she's doing wellness. her wellness channel. I was like, of yes. course. It's lit. <laughs> it was really cute to watch her do that. But um, for those of you that don't know who India Sean is, uh, just go to the internet, type in India, I-N-D-I-A, Sean, S-H-A-W-N. She has a new song with Blackout right now that's black spelled six L-A-C-L-A, 
CK. Oh, I spelled that right the first time. Um, and yeah, I just want to talk about India first and foremost before I went anywhere because she is just a true vision of someone that is talented. They've continued to work and strive and not settle for less. She's worked with all of your faves, as I've said in the past. Um, and she just keeps working. Like, I just love artists that keep working. I've talked about artists like Don that just keep working. Um, you know, I just got to continue to promote talent. So thank you all to that have been sharing your music. Um, I promoted someone's playlist a couple weeks ago. And I just want us to all continue to hold each other down in times like this. Because people, you know, I, I've been getting on Instagram live a little bit just to kind of bullshit with people. But, you know, I feel like people have people from what we've talked about, they've said they've been struggling. Um, so I just want us to all hold each other down by spreading positive vibes. If you got a good song that you like and you just fucking with heavy, you could, you could share it with me. You know, I don't normally open the floor to this, but I'm saying now you can share your music with me. I will listen to it. I will, you know, I'm not going to necessarily critique everything, but when I like things, I'm definitely going to put them on. And that's all I could leave you with. Um, with that said, I just want to get into the listens lately with you guys and then we can move right on along because, you know, there's always so much music dropping like Smino dropped something. I didn't get to listen to Division's album yet, but uh, I want to get to what you guys been listening to. And then we could talk about the other stuff another time. So who would like to start? I like to start with the ladies and start with Fran. Fran, <laughs> you got your things in order because I know you always be jamming so hard over there. OK. Yes. So the dream released a new Ooh. project <laughs> dustin were you gonna shout out the dream too i sure was <laughs> so he released i'm trying to uh find the name what is it sex tape four yes ma'am so yep. it's called sex tape four but it's spelled sxtp number four and that's his latest release he just what is all these notifications he just dropped it on the 17th it's 13 songs my personal fave is a song called Take Care. Yes. Isn't that good? I'm going to play the jam. the jam. It's really the hook that got me. And mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, the whole song, because I think as uh, especially as women in business, we're so busy and we don't even just being like an alpha female in a lot of ways where it's like a top. letting someone take care of you is <laughs> doesn't come easy. It doesn't. A top. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that he in. was like, chill the fuck out. You know, let me take care of you. And so I'm always here for that message because it's something I too need to integrate <laughs> the dream. And this is how it goes. Stop being silly. Well, I'm on my way. You all work. Bet you ain't slept in days. Let me nurse that body back to a better place. I'm going to take care of you. When was the last time you hear me? So that is a song. I love that song. And then lastly, the only other thing I wanted to highlight was please follow the Insecure HBO playlist. It is so good. So good. Oh my God. It has like 90,000 followers. Like that should tell you, considering the show just came out last week. So they have, hold on. I'm trying to scroll so you can get, oh, it doesn't even say. I was going to say how many songs it has on it. 
It's and it's 14 hours of music. Put it that way. Yeah. 14 hours. It's every song that has ever come out in this season. What I love about it is that if you are an avid watcher of the show, you know that the music is one of the most important components of this show. The music coordination and just how many unknown artists get catapulted into fame after being on an episode of Insecure. And that's probably my favorite part. Outside of the artists we know and love having dope-ass music on here, I also love who she puts me onto or whoever. I don't even know who the music coordinator is on the show this year. Maybe Rafael Sadiq, I think. Um, but I have discovered so many damn songs. Like, there's an artist called Michael Sneed who actually opened the show in the first episode, and it's a song called Hopscotch. And I really like it. I'm going to just play a small clip of it. So definitely follow it if you type. Actually, I'm just going to tweet it out because I know it might be. There's so many insecure playlists and even just other people's insecure playlists that pop up Mm. on uh, Spotify. So it might be confusing. I know Issa posted it. I retweeted it. Crystal retweeted it. But I'll make sure to post it on the friend zone Twitter just so that it's easier for you to find. And Mm -hmm. that's it. Those are my two picks for this week. Okay, KK, Dustin Ross, what you been playing? Um, in alignment with my dear, dear sister Francesca. <laughs> um, I also, I too, I have too. been listening to the Dreams album, um, Sex Tape 4. And the song that I really love is called Nothing Will Feel the Same. I'm not going to play it um, because it's got a really long buildup and, and that you have to experience that to really feel the fullness of the track mm. but it's called nothing will feel the same and it is an incredible r&b song it's actually the second track on the album and that's my shit Ooh, that's my shit that's my <laughs> shit um so i've been listening to that there's another artist named Relly mo who dropped an album called surefire it's a rap album um it's a few good moments on there um I, the division album amusing her feelings yeah i don't even know where to start it's so good that I think that I'll start with the song No Good, which is the title track. Um, it's an incredible song. Again, I'm not going to play it here because it all it too, hands on neck. <laughs> it's a song that has a very long buildup in order for you to really experience the fullness. Um, there is a song that I will play for you guys, though, by an artist uh, who spells their name J-X-X-I-I-I. Um, it's a black <laughs> These girl. Kids. Yeah, <laughs> Girl, I don't know how to say your name, but I like the song. Uh, the song is called Right Around. No, but for real, how do you say that? I don't. J-X-X. J-X-X-I-I-I. G? Jai? Well, somebody will tell us. The song is called, the song, I can tell you what that's called. It's called Right Around. So check it out. DJ Cool. 
You can hit me when you want, yeah, you already know. Lifted in the clouds, so you know I'm in the zone. On your side of town, let me know if you alone. Tired of being in the crib, trying to fall into something, yeah. Fall into something, heavy on my mind, so you know I can't function. Know what's on my mind, ain't no need for assumptions. We can take a ride, let's fall into something. What you wanna do, what you need, what you like, what you like. I can fall through real quick, get you right, yeah. Get you, right. you know how we do when we link this a vibe. Buzzing off the drink, blowing trees in the sky. So what you right around by um, whoever the fuck she is. It's a great song, like she's cute. I like that. And I like that. Fun fact. You know how I found the song? In the ads on YouTube. I was playing YouTube. I had vi- music videos just cycling, just playing in the background. Um, with Sidebar, I really want to be in. I wish I could have been in the Guap um, video by Young Thug with Quavo and Offset when everybody was backstage at that concert. I just wish I would have been there for that. But anyway, but back on track. I, this song played as one of the ads. You know, sometimes the ads aren't always related to merchandise you can purchase. Sometimes actual mm-hmm. music videos. Yeah, long ass, like three minute ad. And you'd be like, mm-hmm. I be the didn't whole play music that. Video. Yeah, like I didn't play to, to play that, but that was playing. And before I knew it, my hips was my hips better roll. Well, my that's hips dope. Was rolling, that means so, she got yeah. her money's worth because now it's getting amplified. I can't say your name, baby. Shout out to G. But I like the song. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the baby's album came out. The Word. baby's album came out. Um, and there's so many different songs that I could reference, but I love the collab between him and Shanti and Megan the Stallion called Nasty that samples Ashanti's baby. And it's oh. got live vocals from Ashanti, like singing that the chorus to that song live. And then there's um, a verse, another verse that she. It's just really dope. It's a dope song. So shout out to the baby. I started listening to it, but I didn't. I didn't get there yet. I'll, okay. I'll be able to give more more thoughts next week. Yeah, next so, week you've been listening to some shit with some bop in it. <laughs> Go ahead, Ashanti. Uh-huh. Hashtag also as well. Um. I wanted to talk about an artist that we forgot to talk about because a friend mentioned him and I was like, oh, damn, I forgot to talk about him. Giveon, um, for those of you that may not recognize that name, Drake dropped a Chicago freestyle and people thought that uh, that was uh, Sanfa singing on that, but it was actually Giveon singing on that. But uh, he has a song, he has a project out called Take Time. It's an R&B soul project. It's only eight tracks. The first track on there, the beach, like really like just got into me and it's what made me continue listening to the whole thing. And there were there's a lot of great moments on there. But um I'm only gonna play the beach because we forgot to talk about them before and because it is the first track and I feel like it pulled me in. So I feel like if you can get pulled in that first one, then you don't mind giving your time to the rest of it if it's consistent. And here they were consistent. So shout out to Giveon. Again, this project is called Take Time. Only eight pro- uh, only eight songs, but uh this song here is called The Beach. It ain't safe from here, but she's still gonna hold on. It ain't safe from here, but she doesn't run from right here. Lies, guns, drugs, violence. Lies, guns, drugs, violence. Ooh. Oh, won't let you go. 
<laughs> doing the, the T-Pain. <laughs> I love this project. I love this project. His tone so, is so nice, so refreshing. So soulful and original and just, you know, what the game's been missing right now. So definitely had to definitely had to put him in the rotation. But uh, yeah, that's all I want to talk about for music this week. There's so many great things out. Uh, there's so many older things that we can go back to. I'm loving the state that we're in with music right now because when uh, these versus battles happen, even though I can't stay for the entire time because there'd be too much going on, it just can't just be a straight through um, <clears throat> until it is just a straight through. I just like the fact that we can give respect to these artists that are these, you know, all encompassing entities really that have put out so much and they've done so much for the state of music as all three of us and probably everyone listening, we love music so much and we can appreciate it so much. It's just really dope to watch these people that have like grown up in these like eras, like come out and really give us what they did and like what made them who they were at those times and why they steal the shit now. It's just really, really dope watching that like happen every weekend. So yeah, loving the state that we're in with music. That's all I want to talk about this week for the Music Man segment. Now I would like to pass the baton to Dustin Ross. What have you been watching on TV, sir? Ain't no TV segment this week. Only thing we're going to talk about is the season finale of the Housewives of Atlanta. And the only reason we're going to talk about it is because the reunion is coming up and everybody just needs a reminder to watch. They're actually filming it this week. Um, I'm looking forward to things being called to the carpet and people really having to be accountable for their behaviors, thoughts, actions, and commentary. Um, also, I would like to remind everyone that The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has restarted. I actually am going to watch this season. Garcelle Beauvais, yep. Garcelle Beauvais, a.k.a. Fancy, is on the show. <laughs> Fancy. Um, and, you know, I haven't watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills since season one. I did watch the first season back when it started. If you um, need any consultations, I am here for you. Yeah, but it's a whole lot of shit going on this season. Um, there's a secret lesbian affair accusation that has been made. Hey, that now. Has really ripped straight through the cast. Maybe that I'll shit. watch. Yeah. So. You know what? Mm -hmm. I think that you should only because it's really crazy that the person that was that, you know, married to Charlie Sheen, when she came on, she was so cool and calm. I knew that there was a spark of crazy there. But to see it the very next season, this bitch, like when they sat down and, and Renna said, um, talk, you know, brought the restraining order. And Denise Richards was sitting there and took that beat before she responded. Oh, I, I remember so what Denise she was talking Richards. about was a cease and desist. Cease and desist. That she Excuse sent me. that she sent the network because they had started discussing the accusation that had been made against her about her having a lesbian affair on her husband of one year. Um, she said she she had a very long pause, which is what Asante was just referencing. And then she answered, Who told you that? And Lisa Rinna Like friend, she like, stopped like this. She was like <laughs> who told you that like mannequin yeah. challenged that ass right quick like literally cold busted like girl the writing is on the wall and it's written in coochie juice everybody knows <laughs> that everybody knows that everybody you did knows. this you know every, everybody knows that you did this you know y'all was just banging you was banging a woman back to back she was <laughs> banging a woman like just it is what it is <laughs> bitch you was banging a woman you like puss there's nothing wrong with puss. that like lots of people can relate so but it's gonna be good, and and I'll how old are we that you like what? 
<laughs> exactly. Like, don't be mad now because she told you shouldn't have did it if you ain't want her to tell. Um, and now I mean, she spent all her. last season talking about her husband, how they fuck every day. Well, huh? I must have been. Well, hmm. <laughs> must be eight days in a week then, because Brandy, <laughs> Brandy Show had her a spot on the calendar. But <laughs> um, it's gonna be good. And speaking of crazy and the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Doctor Heavenly reviewed the show on youtube and i, I never thought exactly right i never thought her perspective much like mine on a show that she does not watch it was just hilarious so look that up when you get a chance and that's it for tv land hey. that means that's it for the friend zone as always oh do you guys have anything you want to throw in there or add before we get out of here I just want to give a shout out to my sister, Moni. You know, she be on the road. You know, I want to give a shout out to Shamel. You know, she ain't got to go to work no more. She is an essential employee, though. I would also like to give a shout out to my cousin, Darius. You know what I'm saying? He just had another baby, you feel me? I also want to give a shout out to my mom and my daddy. You know, they ain't staying this side, but they need to because, you know, they can't be out here doing all that shit that they be doing. You feel me? That's it. And on that note, we love you guys so much. We thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay inside and wash your hands. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>